0: morning, everyone. Friends, on this solemnity, we have the joy of giving God glory, as we heard Mary did. And also on this solemnity, we have the privilege of honoring Mary with all of our hearts. We have just heard the words of the gospel. All generations will call me blessed, because God who raises up the lowly has exalted his humble handmaid. The Assumption is a singular privilege for Mary because of her unique union with Jesus, a union of body and soul, begun with the Annunciation and enriched over the years as mother to our Lord and her then participation in the mystery of her Son. Friends, tangibly, Mary's life was that of a woman of her own time. She prayed, she worked very hard, and she worshiped God and gave him glory. On Calvary, this union reached its climax in love and in compassion and the suffering of her own heart, as only a parent could at the passing of their child, of Jesus. My friends, in the scriptures, other people were resuscitated. But body and soul, assumption is Mary's exclusive privilege. At that time, her body alone was preserved from the corruption of the tomb like Jesus. The preface for today's Mass says it well. Rightly, you would not allow her to see the corruption of the tomb, since from her own body she marvelously brought forth your incarnate Son, the author of all life. In reflection of this mystery, and it is a mystery, which shows us that God wants to save humans in their entirety, body and soul, That's why Jesus came and took human form. Not pretend, really did. Jesus himself was raised in his totality, body and soul. Yes, he is true God. And without Mary's assumption, however, we would not have a sign of our own destiny. Mary is created as we are. But she had a singular grace given to her to be conceived without sin. It is a mystery. Go ahead and try and wrap your heads around it or you can just accept it on faith. (laughs) Cannot God do whatever God pleases? This pleased him to do this. Why? Because he has great power? No, because he loves you. And from the beginning is always working out a plan to save you and to bring you to him. My friends, only in Christian revelation do we come to understand that God wanted the body to be united with the soul in the resurrection, in that coming of his son. The mystery of the assumption confirms the unity of the human person. It reminds us that we must serve and glorify God with our whole being, everything that we have, body and soul. Were we to serve God only with our bodies alone, would we not be then reduced to nothing but slaves? Were we to serve him only with our souls alone, it would contradict our human nature. Saint Arrhenius said, the glory of God is man truly alive, and the life of man is the vision of God. If at the conclusion of a life lived in service to God, we experience the day of resurrection with our bodies, we will be like our most pure mother. Paul VI said, the purity that gives the body the dignity of the spirit and allowed Mary to carry Jesus, the Christ in her womb will also allow us to fulfill St. Paul's exhortation, glorify God in your body and glorify him forever in heaven. The assumption, although not directly referenced in the New Testament, although one can tease that out of the Revelation, the book of Revelation, it is a dogma of our Roman Catholic Church and it is the culmination of over 1,000 years of prayer, of reflection, and of discernment. We know and recognize that Jesus Christ alone is Redeemer. There is no other Savior but Him. And Mary is the first to be redeemed. St. Paul says, all in order, in their proper order. Could we not say on the transfiguration, when we see Moses and Isaiah in spirit, great as they are, did not Mother Mary obey God and give up everything for God? All her dreams, did she not permit the Holy Spirit grace upon her so that not only she may be redeemed, but us. Can we not then say, is not Mary then the first to be redeemed? Cannot she be the first body and soul then too? For all things are possible to God. Having said all of this, we must keep our proper sense of balance and our devotion to our mother Mary for there has been in the past 150 years, Marian devotion that emphasized what is, I'm going to carefully put this forward to you, a devotion to Mary in the sense of what is unusual, what is spectacular and miraculous, almost at the forgetting of her humbleness, a great virtue of heaven humbleness, humility. Let us not forget she exemplified that for us. We need to keep in mind how Jesus responded when someone said, blessed is the womb that bore you and the breast that fed you. And Jesus said, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. In other words, Mary is to be blessed, first of all, not because she is Jesus' mother or because she was conceived without sin, a singular grace, by God or because she was taken into heaven at death, but because she listened to God's word and believed it and lived by it. She allowed it to rule her life. She trusted it. She responded to it with all of her heart and all of her soul, with her whole body. And she remained faithful to the very end in this world. That's the first reason why we should treasure Mary's place in our church. Mary, to the glory of God, assists us in our part to be faithful disciples so that what she has so fully received, victory in Jesus Christ, can be ours too. In whatever struggles you and I may have in this life, and of late that is many, let us keep the image and memory of the Assumption in mind For it pictures the victory that all will have in Christ if you remain faithful to him also. Where Mary has gone, I hope to follow. Don't you? Heaven. Let us hope that God remembers and us. And he will if we are faithful, as Mary is. We too will be remembered in the only way that matters by God, who calls us to share his glory and his life forever. The conclusion of our time on earth is not death, but life life eternal that is the victory for mary said he has mercy on those who fear him in every generation amen